This is Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm Scott Bertram, and with me is State Senator Mike Shirky from the 16th State Senate District, Branch, Hillsdale, and Jackson Counties. Senator, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome, Scott. It's always a pleasure. As we talked just uh, a day previous, uh, State Senate uh, voting on a series of budget bills with uh, funding for the next fiscal year, uh, totaling, if my numbers are correct here, about $74 billion. What what do those budget bills encompass, and perhaps what's not in those budget bills that have now been approved by the Senate? Yeah, thanks for asking. It was a heavy lift on the Senate part. It's interesting that uh, our proposal is, even though it's $74 billion, which is no small number, and record spending, it's the the smallest amount of the of the uh, three. You know, of course, the governor makes a budget proposal. The House makes their budget proposal, and the Senate separate. And then the three get together and try to work it out. Ours is the, is the smallest. Um, there's some very good things in there, I believe, for the on the education front, both funding for higher ed and also uh, increasing uh, foundational allowance, providing some learning loss. Much needed funding for learning loss because of the the unnecessary and draconian shutdowns of our schools over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. uh, resulting in, as you know, by any measure, uh, almost a whole year of lost education for most kids in uh, in many schools. And so it's a it's a serious problem. Uh, substantial increase in me- in the investment in mental health. Uh, even more to come there, I hope, through some supplementals. And so there's, it's, uh, I think it's a, it's a sound budget. It's, uh, but it's big, it's big. And, um, and, uh, we held back, you asked the question what's not in it and what's not in it is a few billion dollars because we're hoping that we can engage with a conversation, uh, with the, with the governor for a family relief act, a family relief plan, primarily associated with targeted tax related changes to provide direct help to moms and dads and families because of this absolute insidious tax called inflation that is affecting uh, every household right now and uh, and projected to actually to get worse. And so we're hoping that uh, us holding that off and, um, and kind of forcing a negotiation will we'll, uh, get a conversation going so we can return people's money back to their pockets because right now there's that's what's really needed uh, in this uh, hyperinflationary uh, environment we have. Yeah, if, if, if I thought I read recently that Michigan's only one of a handful of states that has not provided some sort of relief, whether that comes in the form of gas tax, you know, uh, uh, suspension, whether that's in the form of, uh, of overall tax cuts, whether that's in some states uh, direct, uh, you know, rebate checks, quote unquote. And if I'm not mistaken, Michigan has not done any of those things as of yet. Gas prices here in Hillsdale are 4.40 a gallon this morning, higher in other places in the state. Certainly, is it frustrating that you cannot have, cannot find an agreement thus far on, on some sort of assistance, help to Michigan residents all over the state? It is frustrating, um, but uh, this budget process is going to give us a very public opportunity to press press our case for that. And by the way, what I described to you was a family relief uh, plan is separate and distinct from a separate proposal that we're going to be making with regards to uh, providing some relief at specifically at the gas pump. And uh, and uh, that'll be also that we also held back money uh, on the balance sheet to be able to to afford that as well. 
so there's there's lots that uh, is yet to come as a result of this. You know, it's a it's a process. The budget is a process, and we have a unique opportunity right now this time, uh, where we have uh, additional funds available, and we how we deploy them and how we return them back to taxpayers. I think is the is the most critical question. One more budget question, Senator Shirky. The, uh, the per pupil rate, uh, $9,150 per student for, for, for schools. It's actually more than the governor proposed in her budget proposal by, I think, $15, $20 or so. Is it a situation where, though, we once again have to worry that the governor might uh, try to change the per pupil amount for those students across the state in charter schools, as she tried to do in previous years? Um. Without getting too dramatic, uh, that's just simply not going to happen. All right. State Senator Mike Shirky with us here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Uh, Senator, we found out recently this leak from the Supreme Court on a uh, first draft of a Roe v. Wade, not a Roe v. It's a Dobbs uh, opinion dealing with Roe v. Wade. Nothing is final. Nothing is official. Uh, but there is a whole lot of conversation about the possibility of what will come later on this summer in in an opinion from the Supreme Court. Uh, what do you make of what we know so far? What do you make of the leak? I mean, you you serve certainly in in Lansing and have for some time in some 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 very sensitive conversations, some very private conversations among lawmakers. What does a leak like this mean from the U.S. Supreme Court? So this is the. This has the highest level of, uh, of sus- suspicion for me personally, and that is this is a lightning rod issue. Uh, it affects every single citizen in this country. Every citizen, for the most part, has a strong opinion on it. They vary. There's a long, big variation in that. And, you know, it's been anticipated. But to have this breach of confidentiality occur at the, in the highest court, uh, I can only conclude that was nefariously and purposely done to uh, to what for what purpose I'm not quite sure yet uh, I can speculate on it but I I, I I choose not to until you know we find out our information but uh, it should bother every single person in this country that something like that could actually happen and uh, and I hope that they do a strong and deep investigation and you know find the find how it happened and correct that for the future as to the actual issue itself, um, you and I both know we've see, we've been around long enough to see that that you know these these initial uh, packages, these initial writings, these initial uh, uh, drafts, <laughs> they have a tendency to morph over time. Mm-hmm. Which, quite frankly, I believe that uh, that that could be very well be the purpose for the leak to to hopefully have it have the court be under under a high speculation and high stress in, uh, from the populace. But uh, I think it's best if we, A, speak to our extreme disagreement and, and dis- a disappointment with the leak, uh, but hold back on comments until the actual final ruling occurs because too many things can change between now and then. What do you make of uh, the governor and, and, the, and the attorney general and others, and not just in Michigan, but across the country, trying to turn this issue into one that will define the November election. Is the abortion issue one that will uh, overshadow the price of gas, the price of food, uh, inflation, uh, wages not buying as much as they did 
one year ago, two years ago. What do you think voters will be most concerned about as we head toward November, which is still five, six months away? Well, I, I think that uh, we're going to be, the further we get along in this election process, the more uh, dramatic the the uh, effect of inflation and the economic turmoil that the, you know, the dr- draconian shutdowns and the way the Biden administration and, frankly, the Whitmer administration reacted that has caused families to be, you know, really affected, businesses to be affected, supply chains to be affected, which is all uh, adding to the the consternation of uh of this insidious tax called inflation. And uh, I think it's the reason why it's risen. This is my personal speculation. The reason why it's risen to the level, I'm talking about the Supreme Court ruling at all, is because they can't talk about anything else because they're responsible for it. And they want to change the topic and, and try to appeal to, you know, they have a very significant part of the population that, uh, you know, the country is split on this topic uh, in many ways. And so, I think it's just a, a purposeful deflection uh, because they can't effectively talk about anything else because they're the ones responsible for, we're, for the, the pickle we're in. Uh, State Senator Mike Shirky, one one more quick question. Uh, Governor Whitmer a couple of weeks ago vetoed a, a pretty common-sense election bill that would help uh, clean the voter rolls in the state. This past week, she vetoed another election bill that would have just changed the registration form to require people to say, uh, yes, I understand it's illegal to try to vote more than once in the same election. She, she vetoed that, which seems like another sort of simple, common-sense sort of bill. I, is there any sort of measure to help protect the integrity of our elections the governor might be in favor of that you know of? Well, she's proven over and over again now because of those vetoes, and uh, we passed a bill out of the Senate yesterday uh, that I, I strongly suspect she will veto also, and that is uh, following both Trump and Biden's uh, uh, recommendations and their each respective administrations on limiting, uh, creating the standards for the kinds of components that can be in voting machines and not allow them from certain companies and countries uh, and, uh, you know, she's, there have been some preliminary signals saying that she's going to veto that. All that to say is that she's insincere about wanting to uh, secure for the future uh, so everybody can have complete confidence in an election. I will remind you and all of your listeners that the single biggest one, of course, is requiring a photo ID to exercise your franchise to vote. There is nothing more important than that. And uh, she's vetoed that, I believe, twice now. She's going to have another chance to do so. Um, but yet, you can't go to the Democratic State Convention and vote in that convention without demonstrating and presenting a state-issued ID. So the so the disingenuousness and the inconsistency in it is just blatant on this. And all that to say, there's a petition being circulated in Michigan right now called Secure the Vote. That includes... Most of the reforms that we have proposed and sent to the governor where she has vetoed are the kinds of common sense things that everybody would nod their head. Anybody with a reasonable approach to it would nod their head saying, yeah, this makes sense. Yes, this makes sense. Yes, this makes sense. Bipartisan support for virtually all of them until it gets to the governor's office. So it's a long-winded answer to your question, but uh, uh, we got we got more work to do along these lines. State Senator Mike Shirky, also Senate Majority Leader, 16th uh, State Senate District Branch, Hillsdale and Jackson Counties. Find him at SenatorMikeShirky.com or look him up on Facebook. Search again for Senator Mike Shirky. Senator, thanks so much for joining us. All right, Scott. You have a great day, sir. More of our interviews and conversations on our SoundCloud page. 
Go to soundcloud.com, search for WRFH Radio Free Hillsdale. And I'm Scott Bertram on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.